0: What about my dreams? Edith, I told you I can't build your candy house. It will fall down. The sun will melt the candy. It won't work.
1: Episode
2: 76.
1: The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10 I'll be there. Is this a five-minute argument from a full half-hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube, your cube.
3: You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. If I was a hot dog and I was starving, I would eat myself. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. Pizza. Pizza.
2: pizza. It is. You bought two of them, mm-hmm. and right. one of them's already gone, mm-hmm. and the other one's almost gone. I've had my fill. My fill. Bill. What about Bill, you? Bill, do There's you have a fill? Pizza like. right. We have
3: Bill McConnell don't in the house.
4: Don't... We also got Flash in the house. Hey, Flash. What up, buddy? Buddy in the house. Um, Brian,
2: who are we sponsored by? <laughs> that was quick. Mm. Welcome to episode seventy-six. Don't say the number
4: in case we go, I don't want it.
3: Just like the Bicentennial. Well, so now it's stuck at <laughs> it being number
2: 76. I'm Brad. Frank's here. Hey. Bill's here. Hey, hey. Flash is here. Go Flash. He
3: Pizza's good here. Good doggy.
2: <clears throat> Hang on Bro. a second. A
3: good pizza. you <sighs> any one of those Cokes down there? Pretty close. This one? The sure, one? that's good. One of the ones I didn't drop. That's awesome. Right, who are we sponsored? By? Oh, go, man, go, baby. Sponsored Today's up. episode is sponsored by
2: InStockTrades.com, mm-hmm. <clears throat> sister company to Discount Comic Book Service. Right, what can you get at InStockTrades? You can get up to thirty seven percent off of all your trade paperback and hardcover needs. Wow! And if you order fifty dollars or more,
3: it's free shipping. I love in stock trades and I have ordered from in stock trades and I have ordered $50 worth of the stuff in one shot to avoid the shipping charges. It's easy to do. Oh my god! Very gosh. easy to do. It's so easy to do. Uh, These the, trades are wonderful. Maybe you can to, take them into the bathroom with you.
2: Be, oh. The number one top seller this week is the Starman Omnibus Hardcover Volume 1 at. Stock trades price is thirty one dollars forty nine cents. Wow. Regular fifty bucks. That's that new incarnation of Starman. Yeah, right? it's a hardcover. Very treatment. interested
3: in that. I'm trying to remember who the author is. But I'm very interested. Uh, James in Robinson. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Tony Harris is the artist. Is mm-hmm. that right? Uh, number two is the Volume One Hellboy Library Edition hardcover. Library. Seed of Destruction and Wake the Devil. Those two stories are uh, collected in this fifty dollar trade. But you can get it at stock trades for $32.47. Nice.
3: The great Al Milgram.
2: <clears throat> the number three uh, top seller this week is Immortal Iron Fist, Premium Hardcover, Volume 2, Cities of Heaven, Seven Capital Cities of Heaven, written by Matt Fraction, and this Iron Fist book is really good. I got this one, actually, this uh, book, particular one in my last DCBS order.
4: So it doesn't even matter what you're going to order. If it's in stock, they're going to have it. You can get whatever you want. You're going to save money. Dude. I love in-stock trades. It's like so a, hard not to order from them. It's like a monkey in
3: a banana store. They're going to have what you want. Yeah, and they don't have stuff at full price there. I don't know what that everything means. Everything at in-stock trades is 37%, 37% and off. And sometimes you can get books. So, you know, for every 63 you get, I get 100. <laughs> it doesn't affect me either.
4: You know, wait, I want to talk about... Uh, my monkey in a banana store. Yeah,
3: what is that all about?
4: That's ah, oh, man, <laughs> I'm gonna make a T-shirt with that. That's Mon-
2: good.
3: What, what, I'm good. Talking talk about the monkey. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think this is gonna be one of these episodes where we just kind of have fun, talk about what's I mean, shaking. Is it a kind of monkey, or is it supposed it's, to be more a metaphor than it's a? It's a metaphor for life.
3: In actuality,
4: the monkey represents life, and the banana represents.
3: The banana might represent the, uh, the, the actualization the struggle. of self, which is at the top of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, whereas the doesn't might make sense. might represent, say, shelter, which is the second step in Maslow's hierarchy. Seriously,
1: you sound like an insane person.
4: Why Why? Why do you have to get all A, A and Rian on me? Come on.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, I read um, uh, the book The 2112 by Rush was based off of. What was the name of that book? Thing was like 74 pages. I read it in one hour. What? Um, awesome. Is, that, is that Anne Rand? Yeah. I've never read uh, Atlas. I've never read right? Atlas Shrugged with the Fountainhead or any of the, uh, the real books that she wrote. But Good yeah, for no. you.
2: Good for you. I'm
3: missing. <laughs> what did I miss? No, they did the the Rush is twenty one twelve, the seminal uh musical art of the seventies. Uh yeah, that was based on a, a book by Enran and I wish I could remember the name, but yeah, it's a very short Tom Sawyer. camera
4: I'm, eye.
3: Right, I'm right for the I'm right for the drum solo. But Carl likes rush. Is Carl likes rush? Oh man, are you kidding Ooh, he likes uh, Boston. Sorry, I was Aerosmith. Carl likes from Aquatine.
2: Aquatine Hunger Force. Boston's the best band in the world, according to Carl. Mm. Well, that... Boston
3: is the best band in the world.
2: There's you know a why?
3: Because you could put any one of Boston's albums on and they all sound the same. Wow, except for third stage, which mm. is awful. But uh, other than that, I'm totally on board with you. Mm. I kind of like Don't Look Back a little more than uh, their first one, but you know what? I haven't listened to uh, either of those albums in probably, uh, what time is it? About 20 years.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh.
3: I'm walking to
4: elementary Today's school
1: time right now, oh, Yeah. Me, me, yeah.
3: God, and I, uh, I want to rock your body until the break of dawn. <laughs> Yyz. This was uh, when I was a kid. and we played video games when I was a kid, and you had the three-letter, three-letter signature. Right. But I used with Yyz. I started to use BIL for Bill, but decided that was me. So I have to so this day, if I have a three-letter, uh, you know, signature for high school. Thank you, Josh. My uh,
4: uh, you my three-letter word. word is a little blue. Oh no. Taylor. Let's talk about what we're reading and stuff. You want to do that?
3: Comic books are fun. Is, yeah. Okay.
4: I'm reading this right now. What are you guys thinking about that? <laughs> I'm reading Futurama number 37. The yoke is on you. Wow. By Boring. I see <laughs> it's written by Boothby. Yes. <laughs> now, I'm a No, I'm a big uh, Futurama fan. Bongo yeah. Comics, if you've never read a Simpsons comic, or a, they are <laughs> very reminiscent of the TV show. They are, I often laugh out loud reading this. That is so funny. But you have to be a fan. I guess you have to be a fan of Simpsons or or um, Futurama to really just love this. But lame. Yes. Um, these they're attacked by the trans-farmer lots. The the the, tra- the Transformers, <laughs> which is a whole bunch of uh. That's funny. Now you're smiling, Brad. That's this funny. Is... What the
2: the farming equipment
4: <laughs> changing. Right. This is actually a milking machine one oh, right no. there. <laughs> yeah.
3: Now Now it's funny. Now it's funny. Now we get it. What are you reading? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm looking at um, one of my favorite little things we've been looking at lately is the Justice Society. I bet uh, I don't know. Do you still get Justice Society? No, yeah, I still read that yeah, all the you're time. The one that got me into it. I actually
4: gave up on Justice
3: League, but okay. Justice Society's fun. You know, I'm still getting Justice League, and it's it's I, I'm hoping that it's going to dovetail into Final Crisis somehow. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like a bunch of standalone issues and just frankly doesn't seem like a whole lot's you know happened uh, mm-hmm. did you pick up their battle with the injustice uh the injustice game yeah
4: league and i just it horse? just didn't i mean well i was hoping it was, was going to be a boring. lot of fun
3: it wasn't that fun i tell you one thing boring I love about those justice league issues is i just think uh, ed bennis and sandra hope just do the best now, i don't have a justice league with me but man bennis and hope they were born to draw the justice league. Hmm. Wonder Woman looks perfect. Batman looks perfect. Superman looks perfect.
4: Brad, I'm so su- I'm surprised you're not liking this because this is um uh, this is what the what kingdom makes you come, think come I'm not liking it?
2: Well, because you hit boring. No, he was talking about Justice uh, League of America. Oh. That stuff's boring. I've been Purchasing that.
3: I have all those issues. These are great. These, this is really good. I, know, I read I'm this one last it. night. That whole, it's good stuff. That whole Gog storyline has really tripped me out. And, and yeah, I'm wondering, wondering where their where head is going uh, early on. It makes run. me want to go back
2: and reread Kingdom Come just so I, I can kind of get a, a heads up. You know, just kind of remembering. things. If I could only
3: take one trade to a desert island, um, I would. First of all, I would order from in stock trades, but I honestly don't know if it, it, it would probably be either a crisis on Infinite Earths um, or it would be um, Kingdom Come. You know, if I knew
4: sure I was which. going to a desert island, mm-hmm. I would
3: do everything in my power not to go to it.
4: Mm-hmm. Unless I it get the, off the plane. Unless I would it let, it was let the people know. Lost, mm-hmm. or the island of cotton case, candy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be
2: awesome? That would be pretty cool, actually. Oh, oh, man. God <laughs> Yes. Would you please? If I can when I find thirty nine dollars, then I'll buy it. Now what is this? Is hey, that we've the, hit the uh, thing? That's the, the new sound software that I'm using? Yeah, it, it works fine. It's just that it likes to remind me every once in a while that you haven't paid for this.
4: What um what happened to the soundboard we had before? We had before.
2: Uh it's still there, but this I can put seventy five sounds on the screen oh, at one time.
4: That's, okay, that's
3: a benefit. It's very svelte. Glorious. you use a touchscreen. That would make yes. It awesome. You know what?
2: I can assign hotkeys to these. Oh, cool. And I can okay. Type a, a letter. Well, then, and it just fire it off. That's great. What are you reading, Brad? Um, I don't sure think I have like any books here, but I don't computer. have any books with me right now. I'm I'm uh, catching up on series that I've let pile up, mm-hmm. like like a uh, recently read Thor, <clears> and I um, recently um, read all the Justice. Uh, League of Americas, you know, all, all in one run. I read the well, Justice Society. Did you, did you start from issue zero and work your way up? No, but I'll save like five or six at a time, cool. you know? Now um, let me
4: ask you this. Yeah. Because you do do that. Why not just you get the You
2: said
4: do-do. <laughs>
2: because I like, to, Why get you get I like to get them every month. Mm. I like the, the actual comic book form. I want that form to, that, I want it to last. Okay. I want, okay. It to, I want to support that form because that's what I grew up with.
4: Now, what if it just goes all
3: trades? Well I guess there's nothing you can do if it goes. There's nothing there. I can do if well, it goes. Well, I mean if it trades. went all trades though. I mean, I guess you'd have to you'd have to get up to speed where you could release a trade every month or so, mm. you know, and you'd have to have people working mm. on a way in advance cuz I can't imagine I mean, the, surely there'll never be a day when you go to the surely. comic book store and there's nothing but trades. So, yeah, okay, well here's the Justice League trade and yeah, the next one will be out in about 6 months. Mm. You know, come back in half a year. That that can't, you know. You know, that would stink, but I, I can actually there. I can
2: actually see that happening, unfortunately.
3: I mean, I, yeah, I, I personally, I like uh, just the aesthetics of having a trade. I mean, I like the fact that, you know, if it gets ripped, it's not going to, you know, it's not a huge deal. If the kid gets a hold of it, you know, oh, I go buy another one. You know, I can, you know, I can take it to the pool or throw it in my car or whatever. You know, whereas with a comic book. I mean I'm kind of like with my records and CDs and stuff I'm anal enough that uh, that my comic books are pretty much in original form unless um, you're Frank Which ones I have Frank doesn't
4: Oh I just sold I just sold uh
3: like about 15 um Supergirls on you say. know, I actually treated uh, the count. Uh, I got the last like twelve issues of Countdown, mm-hmm. and I kind of treated those as, as frankly, just damn near disposable. <laughs> I mean, I really did. It's like, you know, I, I didn't fold it up and put it in my back pocket or anything, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, I just lay them, you know, leave them laying around. It's well, like- you know, what?
4: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to to this then, and Justice Justice League Unlimited and Futurama comics. Nice Justice League Unlimited. That's that's the um, series that's based on the Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're usually sometimes they're done on newsprint. Yeah, this one's done on newsprint. I like that. It it just makes me feel like, I like old it makes me feel too. younger. It just there's a real innocence to them, and the stories are just are mm-hmm. just they're just fun. And I love that's why I love these these two series: Justice League Unlimited and Futurama. And I don't get Simpsons comic though, just
2: because um, okay, I don't know why. My I like the newsprint. I don't mind that newsprint at all. Mm. But I uh, but I
4: like it because it it makes me feel like. It, because most comp books, they come in a nicer paper these days. Sure. They're kind of glossy. You don't come across a lot of... I think Vertigo usually does their
3: trades in newsprint. Or like but. the Secret Invasion where it's dang near cardboard, Yeah, which is nice. I mean, yeah. I don't mind it. Civil War was the same thing. I don't mm-hmm. mind it a bit. But, um, yeah, it's 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 uh, not exactly the Baxter run, though. Mm.
4: Did you... Um. Anyone Has anyone
2: read Ms. Marvel, this first trade? I bought best of the, the best? first three issues of that when it came out. Mm-hmm and um, wasn't impressed enough to keep buying it. Okay.
3: I will say one thing. Her physical proportions are ridiculous on that cover. That's Frank Cho, <laughs> man. It's yeah, okay. that is Frank, Frank, Cho. Frank Cho. explains a lot.
2: Um, now, I, I, did, I have been buying the Secret Invasion tie-in issues of Ms. <laughs> Marvel. And I like her as a character, I like <laughs> her in the Mighty Avengers, but her... Uh, solo adventures don't interest me enough. uh, I I would suggest
4: this is best of the best. This is the first, first six. It's a lot of fun. Well, actually it's a first five and then it's, um, some type of other crossover thingy. But, uh, let me see. Uh, Oh, giant size, Miss Marvel number one and then Miss Marvel one through five. This is, um, a lot of fun. It's not going to knock your socks off. It's not, it's, it's, it's not horrible, but it's, it's a lot of fun to read a friend. My friend, Chris sale, uh, here from work lent this to me. And, um, he also let me Moon Knight the first six of the new series. That reads real good as a trade.
3: I I disagree. No, I disagree. Well, imagine yeah. trying to read
2: that monthly. It was it, it was hard yeah. read. Um, wow. but, uh, well,
3: it's just, to read. Wow, I love the character, but I haven't read the current one. Yeah,
4: it's just it. The, I felt the story was very disjointed. I can't even think. Can you look up who who wrote the Charlie
3: first?
2: Houston? Charlie Houston was it just very Moon
3: Knight or did he? team up with anybody else no it's just moon Knight. the first one was
2: pretty much the okay. first one was just moon Knight. the the second arc had a couple of guest stars you yeah. know that would appear here and there and that was when the whole civil war thing was going on but yeah i don't think charlie houston's cut out for writing comics it just it, it was disjointed
4: they they introduced this character called the profiler which right. looked like he was going to play a big role in it and he plays no role yeah, he had story. a lot of
2: potential. They just didn't utilize him <laughs> very well. But
4: the uh, but uh, on the plus side, the artwork is beautiful.
2: David Finch, and that's the only the thing art. that.
4: And, and I'm afraid that's the only thing that series had going for it. It, it was just it was stinky. There the, was a uh, lot of
2: lot of people who, who liked David Finch's art before, but they said on this particular mm-hmm. series that you know they didn't like it for some reason. But hmm. I liked it a lot.
3: I well, mean, it makes me wonder if David Finch did a, a reasonable and timely job of putting the art out on that because. I think that when Finch was doing the ultimates. He he said himself and he might have been joking, but he he talks about how he cost himself, you know, he can't count the number of thousands of dollars he cost himself by taking so long to do the ultimates. Brian
2: Hitch did the ultimates. I'm
3: sorry, Brian Hitch.
2: David Finch
3: did the Yeah, I, you know what? I I loved uh, Alien 3. And, um, and, and
2: I did Burnham. too, actually, and that,
3: yeah. um, that movie does not get enough love. Mm. And Madonna Truth or Dare was frankly uh, underrated from a uh, stylistic standpoint. What? Hmm?
2: No, Come me.
3: again? Not David Fincher?
2: Hey,
4: you Wait, what did it? David,
3: no. F- David Fincher? What David do you have to do? Fincher. It's also one of my favorite
4: he did birds. Seven. But but what do you have to do with Madonna? Hey, David Fincher uh, the his did kind of his break
3: was he directed Madonna Truth or Dare or that oh. uh, that that some docu movie concert whatever that was okay. Want to hear a voicemail?
4: So, yeah. I'd love to hear a voicemail. Right.
3: And then he did Alien 3, didn't he? He
2: did Alien 3. I mean I like... that was like
3: what he did. That was his first movie movie, wasn't
2: it? Well, did he do um Did he do something Did he do true. 7 before or after Alien 3?
3: After. I want to say after. It was after Alien 3. Definitely 3? after. Yeah.
2: That's a sore talking point for him. He doesn't like to He was dealing with um a lot of studio uh influence with that You're Alien 3. 3? 3? Yeah. Really? He, yeah, in fact, he when they re-released all the Alien movies with special editions and director cuts, he had nothing to do with it. Okay, he didn't want to
3: because I mean nobody knew who David Fincher was when Alien Three came out. But it does not, you know. David Fincher has a style you see in the mm-hmm. rest of his movies. Yeah, it just doesn't seem. Maybe I need to go back and watch Alien Three again, though. I don't like that movie, but um, I like it. it. You're like wrong. That. It does <laughs> the point is that it doesn't seem like you know, do you think that Fincher's style comes through in Alien Three like it does in the rest of his flicks? You know what's great about Alien mm. Three? It's not Aliens
2: Three. It's, it's Ali- Alien. Alien No. Alien three. Alien Alien Cubed.
4: Alien cubed. Alien Alien Alien. Um <laughs> <laughs> that really. they have no weapons in that movie. The first, like the you last movie. no
2: weapons of any kind. That was what she said. That, this is a maximum security
3: prison. That's
2: great. And you have no weapons of any kind. I
3: just, I, I, the. the
2: Pulled that out of my brain. Alien was, a good,
3: Alien was done by Ridley Scott, one of the great horror movies ever made. Uh, Aliens was obviously. James know, Cameron. One of the great action adventure, you know, horror movies mm-hmm. ever made. And then the, I, th- I, I think I never forgave uh, the Alien franchise for bringing the scale to such a small level on Alien 3. is such an intimate, you know, it was literally kind of an intimate movie I with an alien in it. Um, the way it advanced the overall plot of Ripley's life and whatnot I, I thought was uh, was worthwhile. But the movie itself, it was just, the movie literally was depressing to me in a way I don't appreciate. Because there just, there wasn't an ounce of hope that any one of them going to live at any point. Through any of that movie, I was just convinced that everybody's dead, everybody's dead, and nothing can stop it. And so I just, you know, and, you know, in Aliens, it's like, well, shoot them again, you know. Well, that's
4: why. That's why I would argue that, that it is a better movie because there is, uh, if there was no hope, they'd all be dead. They try. They come up yeah. with plans. They are constantly trying to outwit this thing, and that's mm-hmm. all they can do is outwit it. Right. It's uh, that. That's uh, that's why it's a good. It, it, it's one of my favorite ones of the franchise. Let me make
2: a suggestion to you. Talking if you ever get a chance to borrow or rent the big, I think they called it the quadrilogy. Yeah. The big alien quadrilogy when they released all four. Out. The special edition of Alien 3 okay. has several scenes that were cut out. Really? Weaved back into the movie. Okay. and Like in Kingpin. It is a much, much better movie. Cool. Okay. Uh, even though I liked the first version, the second mm-hmm. uh, special edition is there was this whole subplot about you know how they captured the alien in yes. that they tried mm-hmm. to capture him in that. Uh, <laughs> Stop it.
0: Yeah, you know they tried not to, again. They
2: tried to capture him in that room, and uh, it, something happened prematurely with the with the yes. all that stuff and exploded, and, yeah. and the alien escaped. Well, they edited. it. Around, edited yeah they <laughs> edited around what actually what they actually shot which oh, was wow. they actually s- were successful in capturing the alien in that room and uh then the crazy guy Golic, okay. that was talking about it's a dragon yeah he was laying on the bed in the infirmary he got Morse the only prisoner to escape to yes. survive the whole movie yeah. he got Morse to actually let him up and untie him or unstrap him from the bed or whatever he Gallic went back to that room where they had trapped the alien and killed the guy that was standing guard oh geez. and open the door and let the alien out because he let, wanted to see the, the dragon out. oh yeah. he wanted to see the dragon and of course it killed him and yeah. escaped <laughs> and then they went about the rest of the movie how's the dragon by the way <laughs> did you enjoy that, no, it's delicious
4: thank you for asking <laughs> yeah. anyway
2: if you get a chance to see that well, cool. Special edition. It's very, it's very cool. I'm
4: now, to, if I'm you can, Bill. Still. I'm glad you told me that. Now, Bill, if you can, if yes. you can travel back in time for me mm-hmm. and completely stop Alien 4 from being made, okay, now, I would
3: be so happy. Now, I would not do that for you, though I consider you a good friend. Because I thought up until the last, there are many movies, uh, much like uh um, like Forrest Gump and stuff, where if you could just chop the last thirty minutes of the movie off with a pair of scissors, you got something I'm interested in. Same way with Alien Resurrection, I think the first half to two thirds of that movie are really interesting and I really compelling. See. I mean the the script is by Joss Whedon, um, yeah. and I'm trying to remember who the director was. It was it's a, the director, dude. It's the director that throws me off it's on a the whole French movie. Guy, yeah, yeah. He, it, did it, it a very, he did Delicatessen. He
4: did Island of Lost odd. Souls.
3: Okay. It has a very odd feel to it. Yeah, that is
4: that is what that movie suffers from. Yeah. It is so stylized that it takes me yeah. out of the story. Well, I like the,
3: the uh, I like the, the the team of the team of rogues or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like the guy with the the low voice who is you know in <laughs> uh, the crow, and then you know of course uh, Hellboy is in it, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. you know Brad. You know what movie is complete without Brad Dorif? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, that, I, yeah, he was one of the ones to see the Dragon in the fourth movie.
2: That movie was cool. It, it it did suffer. I won't even
3: talk about the the, the, the um, end of that the movie. Newborn, the newborn. Yeah, the, the alien. I'm going <laughs> to pretend that hybrid. never happened. I would like to. I would. <laughs> I need to make my own cut don't, of that movie. Don't call it just... a hybrid
2: because that's that's what oh, happened gosh. in the Alien and Predator
3: oh, movies. They called that kid, the kid.
2: hybrid. They referred to this monster as the newborn.
3: Okay, yeah. And and, it's, and that just I I was almost physically was disgusted horrible. by the look of it, by yeah. what happened with that storyline, the whole getting sucked out the pinhole and the I was, you know just like yeah, I, I was
2: just, really enjoying that movie yeah. up to mm-hmm. the point when the newborn showed up. But yeah. anyway, let's forget the newborn ever happened. This movie suffered a little bit from me not really caring caring enough about these characters that we've been introduced to okay. like when they started dying off. Right. Like even in Alien Three, we got to know the prisoners a little bit before yeah. they got to to be picked off one by one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in the first Alien movie, right. we get a lot of that. The first oh, yeah. the movie, they, they spent know, an the hour doesn't even building up the appear character until halfway
3: through the movie, that, right? Thank you, Ridley Scott.
2: <clears throat> and uh, in this fourth movie, things just start happening so quickly that you don't have time to decide whether you like this character or not. Yeah. But having said that, I still enjoyed it. The basketball scene was awesome. Yeah. And in the commentary or special features or whatever for that, oh, I actually saw her on David Letterman. Sigourney Weaver went on a, a talk show uh, the circuit circuit, to promote this movie. And she every show she went on, she pointed out that that basketball scene where yeah. she was facing away and she threw it up and over was actually – it actually really happened. It was not CG. It was not okay. edited. It actually happened. Even though the the basketball goes up out of frame yeah. and it comes back down into frame, people were saying, "Oh, because it disappeared, then that's a fake basketball on the way yeah, down." I mean, someone said,
3: someone catches it out of frame and they right. drop it in CG wise. She said, yeah.
2: "Actually, that she actually did make that shot." Well, how
3: many times do they have to film that?
2: <laughs> they were about to give up, and she just said, "No, let me do it one more time," and oh, she made it. Jeez. So,
3: um, so what would they have done? Would they have CG'd that in? Or Oh,
4: yeah. They would have done a cut. Co- okay. I mean, you know, you only have so much time in production day, yeah. so they'd have to, you know, they, they'd they probably do a cut or something. But ideally, they wanted to get it in one shot. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. What else are we doing? What else are we reading? Well, what we else were, are we watching?
2: We were going to play a voicemail, but we're almost out of time.
1: Mm,
4: we no. got five
2: minutes. Let me play one here. Let's do a voicemail. <clears throat> Donnie Salvo. Donnie Salvo. Has an idea for a comic book. Okay. It's actually a pretty good idea.
1: Hey, Brad, Frank, Donnie Salvo here. I uh, I was thinking, I was listening to your episode here, and uh, you guys are big shots now getting in all the comic books. So I, I had an idea for a comic book uh, where it would be uh, Brad, Frank, me, Carl, Amy the Girl, and... Uh, June, Bob, Kim, and we call it the B team. And uh, Frank would be the face, Brad, Hannibal. Uh, We could use Carl as the B.A. character. Uh, I could be the the Murdoch guy. June, Bob, Kim could be the token Asian crazy guy. (laughs) Uh, Amy, the girl, could be the reporter chick that hung out with him. And we could even bring little Nancy in for tech support. <laughs> of course, we'd be 20 years behind, but we could bring her in for tech support, and we could call it the B team. What no, do you he's... think? Hey, dude. we're uh, Come we're on, playing... you guys got all the connections now. Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs>
4: I do know a guy at Kinko's.
1: <laughs> Little
2: Nancy for tech support.
1: <laughs> yeah, for, for those of you who haven't been listening
4: to our Raiders episodes, uh, I was watching them on VHS because my friend Little Nancy lent them to me in VHS, and and um, um, Little. you know, <laughs> people started started going. Donnie started asking, "What does she, is she does she still churn her own butter? Does she have a rotary phone?" <laughs> Does she ride a, a horse to work? I mean, come on, get with the twentieth century, twenty-first century,
3: please. Just pull her iron out of the uh, the wood fire. Yeah, <laughs> she plays eight your... tracks. <clears throat> she has a threshold in her mm-hmm. house. Yes, <laughs> to hold the wheat back from. Oh my out God! The pasture.
2: Here's one more. One more.
0: Brad and Frank, what's up, Johnny M?
3: Johnny M. No.
0: How's everybody making it out? I'm great, Johnny. Uh, something's on my mind. I have to get something off my chest What do today. you got, Johnny? Uh, I had me. a conversation with Brad earlier in the day, and it didn't bother me then, but it's bugging me now. Uh-oh. Uh, two things came out of this conversation. Two things that I learned. Very important facts. Get on with it. Brad has never seen Dirty Harry. Oh. And That's did not know what the Belmont stakes were. The Belmont Stakes, Kentucky Derby, Preakness, Triple Crown—ringing a bell? No. I mean, I'm the biggest self-admitted geek you know around. I mean, I'm calling in the half-hour wasted voicemail for crying out loud. (laughs) But Brett, put down the mouse, step away from the computer, get outside, grab a newspaper,
3: watch more horse racing on TV.
0: That doesn't even bother me as much as Dirty Harry. Let's do a quick review. Dirty Harry 1971, Clint Eastwood. Every cop thriller drama that you have seen since 1971 is a lousy rip-off copy of Dirty Harry. It has just been re-released. Blu-ray, regular DVD, remastered, looks better than it ever has. Go get it. Put down your Harry Potter novels. <laughs> Check <laughs> out Dirty Harry. I think there's extra this is like important stuff. Things. Brad, I'm looking out for you here. Take care, guys.
3: That is All actually right. a
4: very good suggestion, Brad. I've First never seen of,
3: Dirty Harry. I'd like to ask how spending three hours watching a horse race is a good use of your time in the yes. real world.
1: Just wondering.
2: I'd Some of I, us I, I, are I, able to control our gambling urges. You might want to look into Gamblers Anonymous. You you are a a self-proclaimed.
4: You don't read the paper. You don't watch the news. And is I'm, that is that not an accurate statement?
3: Should I not have said that? Somebody, <laughs> no, 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 that's pretty true. Somebody I, tell me why the Dirty Harry movies need uh, a Blu-ray treatment, though. I mean, it's like putting a Creedence Clearwater you know revival albums on CD. It's like why bother, <laughs> you know? Um, because well, they can, need more, yeah. more
4: revenue. But uh, it, it would behoove you to, go, to see Dirty yeah. Harry. They are fun.
2: Would you they think? Are. Would you think? his statement about every cop movie after that's a pale copy imitation
4: mm, I think I think that's that's him being a little yeah. romanticized about it but uh, I mean now he's not he considering is, the cop buddy movie no he's not no, so no that's, he, that's a flaw in his little plan right there I mean it, Dirty Harry is basically the tough guy cop that you uh, Dirty Harry is to cop movies as Indiana Jones is to action movies
3: Dirty Harry Dirty Harry doesn't care about the rules hey! Dirty Harry hey hey! Stick him up. Oh, hey wait a second that's Didn't isn't that wasn't our open for the show? (laughs) Wasn't that Harry Carey
2: at the beginning? If I were a hot dog Oh yeah, Bill said that. It comes full circle. If I was a hot dog and I was starving, I would eat myself.
3: (laughs) Hey, that's Todd Daly. I think I'll pile around with her and eventually get a shot.
4: (laughs) Okay, let's end it on that. That's full circle, baby.
3: We haven't visited Frank's Bread Shop this episode, though.
4: Ah, we're going out of business. What about Frank's Pizza
3: Shop? No, don't go out of business. No. I'll come up with another wacky business. I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy into that. Down at Frank's Bread Shop. We down come down and it's not just bread anymore. No, we sell drinks now. A it's drink. the Fred's. Fred's or Frank's. and Fred and Frank's. Fred and Frank's.
4: A uh, beverage Beans depot shop and breadatorium. And depot for... All things um, base. and we're about to open up a butcher end on it too and entire mm-hmm. rotation uh, division. It's
3: gonna be like it's gonna be like Papa Murphy's only with meat. Uh, you go chop your own cow up. <laughs> hey, what do you want? Yeah, he's back there. Uh, don't mind him. Just just take this this iron thing, club him once, and then go to town. You know, uh, you know, you're lucky you get the freshest one. You know, you get to start off. The Bill has the best tangents.
2: <laughs> he does. It's dangerous.
3: <laughs> it's dangerous, but. And okay. these are, uh, Let's wrap this up. Come on. Right. Fueled by Coca Cola. This pizza. episode has
2: been sponsored by in? InStockTrades.com. Sto-trades. Oh, yeah. If you want trades, you're not a monthly comic book buyer, but you like them all in one shot, give InStockTrades.com a shot.
3: And have we even mentioned that you can go in with your pals? And I think we did, actually. Well, did? Yeah, we oh, used to do that all that
2: the time here
4: at work when money was just a little tight. Mm-hmm. Well, we couldn't hit the $50 bucks. we going go in with a buddy you yeah. twenty five
3: bucks? Hey easy. man, yep, that very makes easy. It that makes it so easy. So there you go, man. You can mm-hmm. use the buddy system and make it even more worth your time. It mm-hmm. so not only
2: helps you when you're swimming, but it helps you when you're purchasing. That's mm-hmm. right.
3: Okay. And oh, unless you live in like West Virginia or whatever, so you don't have to pay taxes or something or other.
2: Okay. There's the music. Okay. I right, got find, that in check there. To find
3: music. Okay.
4: So for a half hour wasted, Bill, thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. We'll see you. Uh, this is Frank. And Brad. And we are going to see you next week. Don't forget, you can reach us at halfhourwasted at uh, gmail.com. Go to our website. We're on iTunes. Um,
2: Send us each uh, personal email at either Brad at or Frank at or Bill at halfhourwasted.com. And, um, and or if you want to leave us a voicemail. Brad, how do you do that? 641-715-3900, extension 7750064-POUND. Wasters, we'll see you
4: next week on A Half Hour Wasted. Thanks, Biscuit.